Welcome. I'm Linda Smith, CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Jim is away today, and Ask BBB is a program that brings useful information from businesses you can trust. Later on in the program, we'll be joined by Ashley Castleman, Communications Manager with BBB, and this morning, Ashley will be bringing us information about budgeting and holiday shopping. The Salvation Army Christmas Kettle Campaign is also well underway. You've probably seen the kettles at one of the dozens of locations across the city. Who are are these people besides the kettles and how just how important is your donation Shannon Wise of the Salvation Army will talk about the importance of the campaign over the next few weeks we'll attend a lot of Christmas celebrations both social and business is it a time to network Allison Graham of Elevate Business is our guest welcome to Ask BBB Allison hi thanks so much for having me so is part of what you do with Elevate Business coach people on how and when and why they should network? I do. I really started my company. I'm going into my 12th year of business, and it began teaching people the fundamentals of networking. And of course, now I've expanded to include and work with clients on the entire sales sequence and you know referrals and how do you build trust and all of that. But still, the basics, the fundamentals of networking, I really believe what are what will determine your your level of success in your business. So we talked about the who, when, why. Let's discuss the when. Is holidays a good time to uh, make business connections? Well, it, it's a, there's a fine line because you go to a hol- like a holiday party and you just want to say hi to people, reconnect and get introduced. The last thing you want to do is start trying to strike up business deals. I mean, that's often very tacky at networking functions anyway. And it really is a time to connect. And the key is find the people with whom you're going to connect again. So for example, I know uh, even in my own circumstances, there is an annual party that I go to every year, have for the last 10 And I know there is a certain group of people who are going to be there, and one of whom I've lost touch with this year. And now with my new work, there's an opportunity that I'd like to expand uh, to work together. And so I intend already, I plan that, that at that party, I'll say hi and I'll drop that note to say, hey, listen, I'd love to talk with you in the new year. Then he'll be expecting the follow-up when the new year comes. And that's really the best way to do it as opposed to trying to sell anything at this time of year. So if we talk about timing um, and timing of an event in particular, is there a good time to arrive or and or depart that will help you maximize those impressions that you're trying to uh, create? Absolutely. I actually, I love this question because I created an event flow. It's part of my profitable networking program that people can get online. And it actually shows you exactly when to go in the different pieces of an event. So typically what people do is they arrive just in time for the dinner or the speaker. And the thing is, that's the worst way to approach an event because you are uh, you're missing the prime opportunity for networking and really connecting with more people than just who is at your table. So what do you say to people, and we all know lots of them, who, who tell you that they're out of their comfort zone in crowds of people? Oh, I get that because I used to be that person and and people don't believe me. But if they knew me back when I started my career, they do. Uh, I used to get really shy and anxious in front of a group of people, especially if I didn't have a purpose. 
So when one thing I recommend to people who have anxiety in a crowd is to consider volunteering, having some sort of a leadership role. If it's somebody's house, offer to, you know, work the bar or hang out by the bar or re, like just have something to do. And that tends to help you feel more confident in a crowd. The other thing you can do uh, is go early because people who aren't comfortable with crowds often think I'm just going to go when everybody's mingling and nobody's going to notice me walk in. And the challenge with that approach is that you're walking into a room of people already engaged in conversation, which completely elevates the level of anxiety around this networking. So instead, I recommend going right at the very beginning. A lot of the get-togethers at this time of year are social events with family and friends. Is there an etiquette surrounding when you should leave business out of the conversation? Well, if nobody cares about the business, I mean, <laughs> that's a good time, I would say. I You want to always be, when you're in conversation, really keeping tabs and, and noticing how other people are reacting to your conversation. And so if people are unengaged or they're not asking you questions back, then just leave the conversation. The other thing I see happen a lot with people who are really excited about their business and then they get around their family who is like, I have no idea why you're in business and I don't believe in what you're doing. There becomes this dynamic of trying to prove to them that you know it and you're going to do it. And if I just explain enough to you, you're going to get it. And the truth is, it's just going to ruin your your Christmas dinner. So uh, don't do it, I would say, and, and leave those conversations. But, you know, let people know you're doing great and things are going well or So we make a connection at a social event. Um, What should our goal be in terms of those contacts? And and I'm thinking like we have new social media opportunities to follow up with. Uh, How should we continue on with new contacts we make? Well, the first thing is always if you recognize that you really enjoy talking with someone, there's a business reason to connect, plant the seed for why you're going to connect again so that when you do the follow-up, it's already expected. And the other thing is you can always connect with people, as you mentioned, on social media after. The key is do something because people go to an event, they meet great contacts, they get business cards, and then they don't do anything with those relationships, and then they kind of wasted their time. So instead, make a proactive time to actually do something with those follow-ups. You released a book earlier this year titled Married, My Mom, Birth, a Dog, a book about resilience. It sounds like it might make a great gift from people who want the new year to be a better one. Oh, I think it would be. Thanks for telling people that. It's uh, The subtitle is How to Be Resilient When Life Sucks. So <laughs> even though it's based on my story of many challenges that people didn't know I was going through behind the scenes, It is really about the tools and playbooks so that if you're facing challenging times, either in business or your personal life, and you still need to run a business and and show up with a smile on your face, that book gives you the how-tos on how to do that. And I'm going to assume we can find the details of how to order that book on your website? Yes. Alison Graham has been our guest this morning of ElevateBiz.com. That's where you can find her and you can find details about her new book. She's an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating and has been our guest this morning. When we return, we'll be joined by Shannon Wise with an update on the Salvation Army Kettle Campaign. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith, CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. The Salvation Army Christmas Kettle Campaign is a traditional part of the Christmas season for the people who stand by the kettles and for the people who stop to help fill them up. The third group of people are those who will receive care provided by the Salvation Army with the money that is collected. 
Shannon Wise, Public Relations and Development Representative for the Ontario Great Lakes Division Headquarters with the Salvation Army, is our guest this morning. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you, Linda. That's a mouthful, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, but you have a big job and a big territory to cover. I appreciate that. um, So help us understand the campaign. Can anyone volunteer to stand by those kettles? Absolutely. Anybody can volunteer. And that's really what we like to express is that the volunteers are really the heartbeat of this campaign. It can't happen without them um, donating their time. Uh, Funds are equally as important, but the volunteers need to be out there to let people know that we're here and raise awareness uh, uh, to the need and the great need that's happening in London. And do those individuals or groups contact you or is there an annual volunteer campaign? It, well, we they can. it's very simple. We've made it easy, accessible. That All they have to do is go to londonchristmaskettles.ca to sign up for their shift, their preferred location within the city. And there's tons of options available. And we need to fill those shifts up until December 23rd. So if you're thinking of donating a, a few hours of your time this Christmas season, especially uh, maybe to some of those high school students who are looking for uh, their hours to get their diploma this year, we always love of um, the youthfulness that they bring and the smiles that they bring and the energy uh, that they can provide to our Christmas hamper program. Perfect. So in the electronic age, do some people prefer to donate online rather than to give at the kettles? And how does this affect the kettle campaign? Well, you know what? It's a great option to have that online availability um, to the public. All they have to do is go to fillthekettle.com and they fill out what city they'd like to donate to. Uh, and it's all based on the postal code that they enter. So uh, people can do it for London, for Windsor, for Kitchener, wherever. And uh, every dollar of that online goes to our Christmas hamper program. And also last year, I think it increased by about $10,000 for London. So it's doing very well. So we're really happy with that option. And it's almost, um, it's it can be a virtual kettle that you can challenge your colleagues with or your family members. And, you know, those family members who may live outside your city that can still see how much is being donated online. So remind us again about the online uh, site. Fillthekettle.com. Perfect. So how vital is it to have a successful campaign and and what programs does it support in the region? Well, it really supports our Christmas hamper program, which goes towards uh, this year. The numbers haven't changed. Unfortunately, poverty, hidden poverty is alive and well in the city of London and all over Canada at the moment. Uh, we're seeing this all over the place. Uh, 5,400 families will receive a food hamper from the Salvation Army this year, and about 6,800 children will receive a toy hamper from us as well. So the need is very great in our community, and the Christmas hamper program has to survive every year to provide that need. So the Kettle Campaign supports the hamper program, or are they separate programs, or can you donate to both? Well, all the funds collected during our Christmas Kettle campaign go to the Christmas Hamper program. That's our only fundraiser that we do. It's our big baby. Um, we like to nurture it and take care of it so we can provide these vital services throughout the city. Um, you know, low income families are um, struggling to put food on the table, to make ends meet, to pay their utility bills, that sort of thing. So we are here to um, give them a hand up and make Christmas a little brighter. And for those families, the hamper campaign, make sure everyone gets something for Christmas. That's right. No child should go without on Christmas morning or throughout the year. So the Salvation Army is, is um, you know, here to make sure that doesn't happen. So what are your distribution dates this year and what do you need to bring? So distribution dates are at the Western uh, 
progress building. We're at the same location as last year. And we're actually starting on a Wednesday this year. So I really want to be clear on that. We're not starting on a Monday this year just because of the calendar year, uh, Wednesday, December 13th. Thursday the 14th, Friday the 15th, and then we pick back up again Monday the 18th, and our final day is Tuesday, December 19th at the Western Fair Progress Building. So all you need to bring is proof of income and ID of everybody in your household, and it needs to be original uh, documents, and that's all we need from you to, uh, to move forward with the distribution. So Shannon, can you give us some specific examples of the uh, n- the specific needs for the hampers if people want to donate? Sure. Um, as of right now, our need is always the greatest about uh, the tween age between 9 and 12 for both genders. Uh, we do accept toys, of course, ages 0 to 12. Uh, but some of those examples would be science kits, um, personal grooming kits, shoppers drug mark gift cards, things like that, uh, books, any electronic games, uh, art kits. So um, that age group is often overlooked at Christmas because sometimes people find it a little bit more challenging maybe to buy for that age group. So we do want to really push that as well. And uh, what major events do you have coming up this week? Well, we are so excited once again to be partnering with Chorus Radio for our annual live toy drive through happening this Thursday at the Delta Armories downtown. And once again, we're going to have our elves pop out and uh, and pick up those toy donations from your car. You don't even have to get out into the cold. We can't wait. Uh, last year was a resound success. It was just, it blew us away. So really, really looking forward to that again. Um, Again, it's with uh, FM 96 and it's with Fresh FM and it's with Country 104, um, all with the uh, Chorus Radio. And they all have a little bit of a different uh, target uh, in terms of needs, which is going to help the entire Christmas hamper program. So remind our listeners again of how they can volunteer and how they can donate. Volunteering is so easy. You can sign up online for your preferred shift and location at londonchristmaskettles.ca. Or, of course, you can donate online as well, fillthekettle.com. The Salvation Army is very, uh, you know, trying to stay relevant, trying to stay current as well. And that's what we want to do is make everything as accessible and easy for people as possible. Thank you, Shannon. So when you see that kettle out there, uh, donate, uh, donate often. Um, Our guest this morning has been Shannon Wise, Public Relations and Development Representative, Ontario Great Lakes Region for the Salvation Army. And when we return, Ashley Castleman on Budgeting for the Holidays. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith, and with us this morning is Ashley Castleman, Communications Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. And we're going to talk about calculated gift giver this holiday season. Welcome, Ashley. Good morning. With careful planning, consumers can make the most of their holidays without straining their budgets. The Better Business Bureau is encouraging consumers to be calculated gift givers this holiday season. BBB has a holiday budget calculator on its website, along with five tips to help you be more calculated in your holiday planning. So first off, Ashley, what is a holiday budget calculator? Well, BBB and one of our national partners, Clearpoint Financial, has developed an online tool that will help you stay on budget and avoid debt this holiday season. Uh, How it works is you uh, enter your annual income and then we'll help you create a holiday budget that goes beyond your gift list. So it goes into uh, parties and travel and other categories. Um, And then once you've created your budget, you can enter your budget ID to view it later. Where can we access this tool? Uh, Very easy. Go to bbb.org slash holiday helper. 
and then navigate to the button that says Holiday Trends and Tips. There you'll find a link to the budget calculator. And once we've entered our annual salary, can the budgets be adjusted? Yes, that's one of the great things about this calculator is that every little part of it can be adjusted. Uh, So once you enter your salary, it will give you five categories and a total overall budget. Uh, The categories are gifts, parties, travel, donations, and food. Uh, you can adjust the percentage you want in each uh, to spend in each category. So if you don't need to travel for Christmas, uh, you can opt out of that category and put more into gifts or parties. Or if you're having a big um, Christmas dinner, you might need to put a little more in your budget for food. Uh, so from there, you can label each person you need to shop for, the item you plan on buying for them, and the total amount for each person. Each category works similarly. Uh, this way you know where your budget is going and you can stay on top of it. Do we have to go online every time we want to access it? No, you don't. Um, you can print it uh, once you're done entering in all the information. That way you can carry your budget with you as you shop and then just make little notes along on the paper. So beyond the budget calculator, you also have some tips for us for staying on budget for holiday shopping. What's the first thing we should know? Well, um, as we're just discussing, uh, budget is the first thing you should uh, do. Uh, So once you create your budget, um, you don't want to let your holiday spending get away from you. So it's important to develop a plan and a firm budget. Um, It's very easy to just add in little things, but uh, to stay out of debt over the holidays, it's best to stick to a budget. So by using the holiday planning calculator online, you can see how much you should be spending and where you're spending the money. Um, The calculator even allows to to list each gift you plan on purchasing and account for food, travel, and other expenses. What about big ticket items? What should we know? Uh, If you're considering a high dollar purchase for a loved one, it's important to become an expert on that item. Uh, This will allow you to make the best decision regarding cost and quality of the product. Um, If you're considering a tablet, Maybe one tablet isn't the same as the other tablet, so you're going to want to know about warranties. Uh, Research the product thoroughly and make sure uh, you check bbb.org as well. Is there gift ideas we should keep in mind? Uh, Yes. Uh, One thing you can always do is give gifts that provide a return. Uh, So a calculated gift giver uh, understands that gifts should provide a return. In some cases, this return could be enjoyment of the uh, recipient. Um, It could be a financial return. So you can give gifts that helps friends and family make money through a side job or ho- hobby. Uh, so you can buy them tools or equipment, guidebooks, other resources. Or you can also provide younger family members financial gifts such as a contribution towards a college fund. Uh, what's a way that we can save money when shopping this season? Uh, don't You can always use reward uh, points and online shopping. So look for unique opportunities to save on items. So check uh, online regularly uh, and don't forget to use those reward points, uh, but read the fine print and make sure gifts are transferable and returnable. What about timing? Does that help us save at all? Uh, yes. Um, it's getting a little bit closer to the holidays. Uh, so the earlier you start your sh- shopping, the better. Uh, Christmas and the holidays are approaching very fast. So uh, start as soon as possible. When consumers are short on time, they have less flexibility and can't shop around as much. Uh, look for deals earlier in the year if you can. Uh, don't be afraid to buy gifts far in advance and store them somewhere at home uh, until the holiday season approaches. 
Also, keep in mind when shopping online、uh, for last-minute shoppers, you may have to pay extra fees for expedited、uh, shipping charges. So, the sooner you can order, the better off, because you do want to ensure you do receive those presents before Christmas to give to your loved ones. And Ashley, what should we know about returning gifts? Um, it's very important to ask specific questions when purchasing uh, gifts. Uh, you're going to want to ask how long you have to return the item. Some stores have special、um, return policies during the holidays.、Um, some stores might only have 30 days, but they might extend it to 90 days、um, because of the holiday season. Also, ask how the money will be returned. Do you have to have your exact visa with you? If the person who's returning the gift, they might only get a gift receipt.、Uh, sorry, not a gift receipt. A store credit, or they might not offer returns at all. Or if you buy it online,、um, do you have to pay for the shipping charges to ship it back to the merchant? These are all questions you really need to know before you make any purchase, because、um, you don't want to create a hassle for、um, your loved ones in case the gift isn't the right size or just not their style. So thanks, Ashley. That's some great tips for the holiday season,、uh, and that's it for today's show. Remember, you can check us out at bbb.org to look up a business, file a complaint, write a customer review, report a scam, read tips, or follow us on social media and more. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western Ontario. And if you're interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, go online and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. So until next time, I'm Linda Smith. And remember, ask BBB and start with trust.